Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slide. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. Hey, Whitey, where's your hat? Come on, bark like a dog for me. Bark like a dog. Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Golf Worldwide Podcast, where we cover everything both PGA and European Tour Fantasy Golf. This is episode 81, and today I will be reviewing the 2018 DP World Tour Championship, reviewing the 2019 RSM Classic, and previewing the 2019 Hanma Hong Kong Open. My name is Keith, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, and we have three sections to get through, and I'll be moving fairly quickly. So this should be another short episode. If there is one section that you are interested in more than the others, you can go to the website at fantasygolfworldwide.com. And there, there are time marks marked on the podcast stream. You can jump right to the section you want. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at fantasygolfww, or you can follow myself at Keithy franchise. Before I jump into this episode, I have some quick unit updates to cover. For the 2017-2018 season, after 78 events and the season now finally over, my final unit total is positive 785 units. I hit Matt Wallace for a top five this past week at the DP World Tour Championship. So that gave me a little bump and kept me from having a total loss on the week. And so I actually feel really good about the first full year here on this podcast. Positive 785 units is a pretty high bar to set, but I'm up for the challenge here in the 2018-2019 season, which... After just seven PGA events, my unit total is currently at positive 29 units. I whiffed on all of my picks last week at the RSM, but we've now got European Tour events to add to this season, and we got the Hong Kong this week to try and hit a winner. So that's where we stand on units. And I will go ahead and jump into my review of the 2018 DP World Tour Championship. I don't have a whole lot to say about this except for the fact that Danny Willett was our winner here this week. And how great of a win was this for Danny Willett? He birdied three of his last five holes to win by two shots. And this is his first win since the 2016 Masters. (laughs) That is just crazy. A wonderful story and great for Danny Willett. Uh, It'll be fun to see how long he keeps this form up. He seems to be in a pretty good place after going to the bottom of the barrel 
as far as a golf career is concerned. Uh, good for him and good for his family. They all looked incredibly happy. Looking at the rest of the top 10 leaderboard here, it's just a star-studded list. At T2, we have Matt Wallace and Patrick Reed. Matt Wallace went off at 45-1 to this week and finished T2, and he really had a chance to win it. Um, man, I was pulling for him. Just wasn't meant to be. And, of course, Patrick Reed played great. <laughs> it was fun to see. You could tell the European coverage was trying not to give him too much screen time. But as he was closer and closer to contention, they couldn't avoid but show him. I got a kick out of that. At T4, we have John Rom, Adrian Otegi, and Dean Burmester. All great names there. A pair of super strong Spaniards and the veteran Dino. At T7, Dylan Fratelli and Tom Lewis. Tom Lewis continues his super hot streak. And Dylan Fratelli had just a great finish here in his first Euro event in a while. And I'll be very interested to see if he's in the field for some of the South African events in mid-December. If he is, he'll probably be going off as a near favorite in those. And he might be worth taking. And at T9, we have a three-way tie with Kira Detch, Afi Barnrat, Alex Norin, and Sergio Garcia. Wow, that is just a super sick top 10. And it was a fun event on a wonderful golf course and a great finish to the 2018 European Tour season. As far as my picks... Uh, Wallace was by far the best one at T2, obviously, and Alexander Bjork finished a strong T12, just one stroke outside of the top 10, actually. And as for my top 10 picks, uh, none of those hit. So in conclusion, it was a great European tour season. Danny Willett back on top of his game. That's all great. And Francesco Molinari wins the race to Dubai. He becomes the first Italian pro to finish the season at number one. And it was really just an epic season for Francesco. It'll be really interesting to see how he follows that up this year. And that is all I have for that. So I will move on to my review of the 2019 RSM Classic. And Charles Howell III say what? I have no words for this. Uh, except for that I was pulling for him on each of those putts that he had to win. He had three in a row, (laughs) and he missed all of them just by a hair. I was pulling for him so hard on each of those three putts. I kept pointing out to my girlfriend who was playing on her phone on my couch. I was saying, if this guy makes this putt, this place is going to go crazy. And then he missed it. And then 10 minutes later, I said to her, if this guy makes this putt, this place is going to go crazy. And then again, 10 minutes later, and he finally made it. So, uh, great win for Charles Howell III. That is just so sick. And looking at the rest of the top 10 leaderboard in solo second, Patrick Rogers, who played so well. What did he finish? Uh, His last two rounds, 61-62. PGA Tour record for the lowest 
second 36 holes in a tournament ever, I believe they said. That is just disgusting. Rogers showing that he's got some serious game and a killer beard. Going to have to keep a close eye on him early next season. He'll flash probably a couple more times. In solo third, Webby Simpson. No surprise there. At T4, Ryan Blom and Luke List. Look at Ryan Blom with a top five finish. Boom. That's got to be a super nice check for him. And Luke List just shot up the leaderboard by finishing four under in his last four holes. But honestly, he could have even been closer to the top. He missed a couple very makeable putts on Sunday. At solo sixth, we have Cameron Champ. And how dominant does Cameron Champ look right now? You could definitely make the case that we should be betting Champ in every tourney he enters for the next couple months. And at T7, we have Peter Uline, Chase Wright, Kevin Kisner, and Zach Johnson. Great names here. Kisner and Johnson are no surprise, but Uline and Wright both played extremely well. Just excellent golf here this week. And Peter Uline especially seems to be getting closer and closer to contending. It would just be great if he could find a way to win this season. I'd be super happy for him. As for my picks, my picks were absolutely horrible for this event. So I'm just going to skip that altogether and I am moving on. To the 2019 Hanma Hong Kong Open. And we are going to the Hong Kong Golf Club in Fanling, China. This week, the European Tour is kicking off their 2019 season by going back to China, where the Hong Kong Golf Club at Fanling will be playing as a par 70 and measures only 6,700 yards. Traditionally, this is a ball striker's track. The course features tree-lined fairways and relatively narrow landing areas. So many of the longer hitters will be forced to leave their drivers in their bags. The greens are Bermuda, and the fairways are made up of a Bermuda-Zoysia mix. In the past, windy conditions have caused some trouble in this event. And the forecast this week calls for winds in the 13 to 15 mile per hour range on Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, with the calm day there being Friday. And it even calls for evening showers on Thursday and rain during the day on Sunday. So this tournament could get pretty hairy out there. And Dave Tyndall on Roto World suggests that late early appears to be the best draw as far as players for tee times. That'd be going off late on Thursday, starting early on Friday. However, I could not find tee times anywhere, so I don't believe those are published yet. In selecting players this week, I'm going to be looking especially close at strong approach iron players, especially longer iron players. And as far as stats, greens and regulation, course history and current form are all going to weigh heavily. The field this year is super stacked. 
We have Tommy Fleetwood, Patrick Reed, Sergio Garcia. I was on Rafa Cabrera Bayo here last year, and he finished T2. He just missed a seven-foot putt on 18 on Sunday to force a playoff, and it was brutal. Wade Ormsby took down the trophy. And just from what I remember watching this on TV last year, I remember SSP Chaurasia played especially well. So with that introduction, I will go ahead and jump right into my picks. For my top tier pick in that 30 to 1 odds and better range, I am taking Lucas Beauregard at 16 to 1. Tommy Fleetwood, Patrick Reed, Sergio Garcia, and Rafa Cabrera Bayo are all probably better picks here, but I just can't bring myself to play single digit odds on a favorite. So give me Beauregard. Lucas Beauregard has a really solid track record at this course and is coming off his best season on tour. He had a win and nine top tens in his last 20 events. And even though he has good length off the tee, he isn't completely dependent on it to gain an advantage. He finished third in greens and regulation stats for 2018, and that is at a 5.5% better than the field average. That's good enough for me, so I'll be taking Lucas Beauregard at 16-1. to 1. In the mid-range, that 30-1 to 1 to 75-1 to 1 odds range, I am taking Marcus Kenholt at 50-1. to 1 and Sean Crocker at 66-1. to one. Marcus Kenholt is another European star, coming off a super strong season. The young Swede finished T22 last week at the DP World Tour Championships, and he finished T27 here last year. He also averaged 68% greens and regulation for 2018. He is in fine form and can get white hot with his approach shots, so I really like Marcus Kenholt at 50 to 1. Sean Crocker is a personal favorite of mine. He's more of a long shot here, but he's a super talented young pro from USC that just graduated from the Challenge Tour, and he's one that I am really pulling for. Crocker racked up four top five finishes in the last five Challenge Tour events of the season, so he finished extremely hot the last three or four months. He also played extremely well in these early weeks of the European Tour season last year, including a T16 here at this Fanling course. And I don't think it's too much of a stretch to think that he won't start off hot again. That said, Jason Scrivener at 33 to 1 is probably the smarter, more conservative play here, but I'm taking Sean Crocker at 66 to 1. In the high odds range, the 75 to 1 odds and higher, I'll be taking Paul Peterson at 80 to 1. There are so many names in this high odds range to get excited about this week, but I'm going to go a little conservative and take the range chalk on Paul Peterson, who finished T2 here last year. Peterson played his best golf early last season as well. And then he kind of slipped out of form for a bit. However, last year in Hong Kong, he fired 70 
68, 65, 67. And those are some pretty sick rounds for a course of this caliber. I've got to think that Peterson is coming into this week feeling like this is a track that he can score on. And probably a track that he feels he can play better than most. And when Paul Peterson is able to find his groove, he's got the game to contend. So I'm willing to take it at 80-1. to 1. And as for top 10 wagers this week, I'm going with a strictly Asian lineup. And I'm taking Jazz, Jazzy, Jana Watananand at 8-1. to one. Fachara, King Kong, Watmai at 12-1. to one. Boom, Sack Sanson at 14 to 1. And my boy, Micah Lauren Shin at 22 to 1. And actually, Micah Lauren Shin is 100 to 1 for a T5. And uh, I don't recommend that bet to anyone, but I went ahead and put two units on it anyway for shits and giggles. All right. For my one-and-done pick this week at the Hong Kong Open, I've got my shortlist down to Jason Scrivener, Matthias Schwab, and Sean Crocker. They're all three guys that I think can get around this track pretty well. I'll probably end up taking Sean Crocker. But like I said a few minutes ago, Jason Scrivener is uh, the, the wiser, <laughs> more conservative route. So uh, I've got 24 more hours to uh, get settled on that. All right. As for a podcast schedule, I will be back next week with episode 82, where I will cover the Hero World Challenge and the Australian PGA Championship. And I will just quickly review my picks for the 2019 Hong Kong Open. I am taking Lucas Beauregard at 16 to 1. Marcus Kenholt, 50 to 1. Sean Crocker, 66 to 1. And Paul Peterson at 80 to 1. And that wraps up another short episode of Fantasy Golf Worldwide. Thank you very much for listening and get them in the gate.